Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to God. And the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Starting Vespers with Panachita, and then in the middle of the first psalm, a great psalm of creation, of God having set everything in its place, that he is the great creator. A theme that has been on my mind for the past few feasts, uh, going back even to our patronal feast with the Dormition of Anne, then you had the omission of Theotokos, the nativity of the Theotokos, and now being here before the cross uh, and hearing about the end with the Panagita, but also the structure of the psalm of creation. To think about God's providence and what does it mean for us to be here? What does it mean for us to be not only here, but now? There is kind of fearfulness in it, that you are where you're supposed to be, that this is where you're supposed to be even now, and that your heart is either open or somewhere else, or maybe it's somewhere in between those, if those are extremes, struggling, maybe falling a little bit, faltering a little bit. But when we come before all of these great feasts, and the orchestration of our salvation, and the great events of salvation history, I can feel so great, so mighty, so holy, so set aside, so long ago, so distant. Somebody else did it, and I show up, and I try, but where am I in the midst of all of this? Well, you're here, you're now, and as much, I don't know if you all struggle with this, but there's always your flight of mind, flight of fancy, flight of what, a, what ifs, uh, going backwards in time. What if something else had happened? What if that person had not passed? What if I had chosen this? Wouldn't it be best if I was in this place or that place or this thing or doing that thing, or et cetera, et cetera? You, I think you get the picture. This also is for the future. What if and what could possibly be? And there's always then the present that seems to be the most elusive and the most absent as a kind of paradox. But God's providence is working in the same way that it worked in the creation of everything as his providence has brought you to this place, to this time, no matter what your work day was like, Maybe your commute here, but here, here now, standing before God, standing among his holy ones, the saints, and we've contemplated death, we've contemplated creation, we've contemplated salvation, and bowing before the cross, and in the middle of that hymn, the glorious resurrection upon which everything turns upon which everything is granted meaning. Cross, burial, resurrection, ascension of the right hand, and the second and glorious coming. As we say, right before we offer up the offering, that is not ours, but it is God's, as we do in the Holy Liturgy. 
God's providence allows us freedom to choose, freedom to be and to find him in every situation that he has brought us for our education, for our, um, I would say enrichment, but that has too much of a kind of bureaucratic ring to it, to me, uh, or continuing education. It's, it's not that. It is something deeper. It is what our entire salvation is summed up in, is how we respond to the now. Not the past or the future, but what we do with now. What you and I and our hearts tomorrow and the now that will be the present of tomorrow and the day after that. And in God, as we say throughout many of our prayers, morning prayers, evening prayers, baptism, Eucharist, uh, Panahita, Vespers, we confess God as the creator from all times, that he has brought all things together for us, that his son has come and sanctified us, and that this was brought about by his good pleasure, his good will, his full ordination, and that he wants to sanctify us, bring us closer into his heart, so that we can reflect the glory uh, that we once had with him throughout the world in the power of the Holy Spirit. So it's no matter what height, depth, width, things, principalities, powers, all the things that can possibly get in the way of us and God, it's all present here for us now to take hold of it because God has brought it to us, brought us to this place, and brought us to him and his great condescension to us. It's not that we have to struggle to reach out to him. He is closer to us than we are to ourselves. He has entered into our very life. He knows what it is for our sorrows, the losses that we have, uh, the hopes that we have and that need to be refined with his hope and what we, he has in store for us and that we may uh, strengthen our faith and our love to echo a little bit of the martyrs that we remember this evening. So may God give us wisdom through the intercessions of the martyr Sophia and of her daughter's faith, hope, and love to accept the grace of the present moment, what God has brought us to, and what God plans to do with us in creating us in his image, recreating us through his cross and through his glorious Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And just 